From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Afternoon Edition. And right now in the Afternoon Edition, as authorities in Tahoe continue to investigate the cause of yesterday's deadly avalanche, we're now learning more about the man killed and his ties to the Bay Area. Good afternoon, I'm Ryan Yamamoto. The man killed in the Palisades Tahoe avalanche has been identified as 66-year-old Kenneth Kidd from Point Reyes. Right now we have live pictures from Palisades Tahoe. These chopper shots show the area of the ski resort where the tons of snow came crashing down. This is on one of those runs there. It happened just as part of the resort known as KT-22 was opening for the first time this winter. From the air, you can see how just rugged this terrain is. This looks like this is a uh, camera, though. It's steep, and it's part of the mountains you're most used by experienced skiers and snowboarders. Authorities say they are still investigating the cause of the avalanche, but they have said they were able to successfully pull several other people out of the snow yesterday, adding that they just weren't able to get to Kid after a wall of snow buried them. And with more heavy snowfall overnight, rescue crews are still not able to get to the roads up to where that peak cleared. We just all got asked to help and start probing and start trying to just find people. And resort officials say their avalanche control measures were in place yesterday, but they have not given further details on what exactly those measures were or chances that they have made sense to try and prevent another avalanche. And winter is just getting started, which means the avalanche risk continues. Stay with us from reports from the Sierra on air and on our website at kpix.com and streaming on the free CBS News app. Back here in the base, chilly but sunny Thursday so far. As we start to look ahead to the weekend, let's check in with their first alert forecast with meteorologist Jessica Birch. Daytime highs this afternoon are sitting in the 50s all throughout the Bay Area. This is the time of year where we kind of see temperatures hand in hand, despite the fact that it's a little bit breezier along the coast, making it feel just a little bit cooler. Today we can see wind gusts anywhere up to around 30 miles per hour along our coastline, drier and calmer conditions off into the East Bay today. But take a look at what's happening as we head into the next couple days. I mentioned drier because we're actually all experiencing dry conditions this afternoon. Same trend for Friday forecast, despite the fact that those clouds are starting to roll in. But late Friday night, early Saturday morning, that's when those showers roll their way back in from offshore. We have more rain in the forecast heading into this weekend. All throughout Saturday, we're going to experience it from wine country down into the Santa Clara Valley and everywhere in between. That exact same storm will stretch its way off into the Sierra, giving them plenty of snow. So if you're thinking of heading up there for the holiday weekend, just keep in mind it's going to be powdery as we head into Saturday. Well, turning now to Oakland, where yesterday family, friends, and both local and national law enforcement said their final goodbyes to Officer Tuan Le. That emotional ceremony was attended by hundreds all there to remember his work as a police officer, as well as a man who was a loving husband and a member of the Oakland community. It comes as Oakland faces tough questions about crime and policing, not to mention two recall campaigns, and of course, the ongoing fallout from the A's leaving for Las Vegas. And there's no one better to talk about all those issues than Oakland Mayor Shang Tao. So, uh, Mayor, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, yesterday marked one year since you were sworn in, sworn in as mayor, and a lot has happened in that time. And there's already now a recall effort underway. So what is your response to your critics, and what message do you want to send to the residents of Oakland? Sorry about that. Can you hear me now? Yeah, okay. we got you now. All right. Um, I have the best job in the world, and that's because every day 
I wake up and I get a chance and an opportunity to fight for a safer, more affordable and more prosperous Oakland. And so I ask all Oaklanders to help me achieve that vision with hope and collaboration and really truly push aside any fear and division. And, and Oakland said goodbye to Officer Tuan Le yesterday. So what is your message to the police department and, and will this have an impact on recruitment going forward? You know, Officer Tuan Le was an immigrant and patriot and who took his oath of, um, you know, to really uh, took his oath of citizenship on 9-11. And he went, he went to Oakland High, he graduated, became a police officer during a global pandemic. He hustled and worked hard as an Oakland police officer and was elected to actually work in this specialized unit that tackled the city's most difficult challenges. And uh, we know, you know, we want, I want to say thank you so much to the Oakland uh, Police Officers Association for really putting on this memorial for Officer Tuan Lee. And I know our community is hurting right now. And so we all as a community need to all wrap our hands around our public service uh, servants, especially our police officers, 911 responders and uh, firefighters as well too. We continue to owe his family and uh, Officer Tuan an endless debt of gratitude. And um, we know that we will be all be here to support his wife, his um, babies, his dogs, and not just that, but his mother as well, too. And one of the things that we heard about Officer Tuan Le was his connection with the Vietnamese community and connecting them as a bridge to the city of Oakland. How important is it to get those type of officers that can bridge community bridges or make uh, create community bridges with the city? It is so incredibly important to ensure that we have community policing, and this is one part of it, the trust building officers who go into the community, not only know the language, the culture, and uh, the different uh, uh, aspects of that little community, but that is why we continue to really put at the forefront diversifying our police department. And we have done a really good job in doing that uh, to ensure that we have women apply, LGBTQ people apply, people who speak different languages. And to your point earlier, you know, will this make it harder for officers to, uh, you know, step up and say, or possible future officers to step up and say, I want to take on this responsibility. And I think that this is a moment in time where there's a lot of people in the community who do feel strongly and they will step up. They will step up to protect and serve and do what we know works, which is community policing. Going to the A's, we know the A's are on their way out of Oakland and the Coliseum, but they are also blocking a new minor league team from playing baseball there too. So have you spoken with the Oakland Ballers about their plans now? And if they can't play at the Coliseum, where, where, where can they play? So this is really exciting news about sports in the city of Oakland. I am 100% behind the Oakland Ballers or the Oakland Bees. Uh, when folks from here sought to dictate the terms of baseball in Oakland, the people of Oakland stood up and said no. And I've been proud to support them on this journey since day one. The Ballers look like Oakland and are building out an organization with deep roots here in the city of Oakland. Some people out there say diversity is a bad thing, and I reject that. I think it's our strength. And I know that this is also the values of the Oakland Ballers as well. Uh, we have a rich and storied history of the baseball in Oakland, and that goes way back long before the Oakland A's. And so we have some of the best baseball fans in the world. They love the game, and I'm confident that the Ballers will provide the fans with a team that represents them and loves them back. And so they've committed to never leave Oakland, and I respect that. And I would hope that the general public will come out when they play their first game here in the city of Oakland. No question, community getting behind the ballers. But what's with the A's organization blocking the Coliseum? They're leaving anyway. I mean, it seems like that's sour grapes on their part. Absolutely. You know, um, 
and it's, you know, the the Oakland Ballers, they asked to play their first game at the Coliseum on a non-game day. And so, you know, I can't talk and speak for the Oakland A's. However, I am 100% supportive of our Oakland Ballers and excited for their new location. And you're going to have to wait for that new location, but uh, we'll be announcing that really soon, or they will. All right. Thank you very much, Mayor Tao, for joining us and taking time this afternoon. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.